I love when Joseph says, like, I didn't even know Lisa Lisa could really fight, but she's making everything I can do look like amateur hour. Yeah. Yeah. Because she, like, doesn't even have to break a sweat. to. She never takes her sunglasses off. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, a little Sayuri Yamamoto action right there. Oh, maybe she's maybe Sayuri Yamamoto, who quote unquote doesn't watch anime, is channeling some Lisa Lisa. Maybe I could she's totally just, see uh, it. Maybe she's playing ju- Lisa Lisa all the maybe time. Maybe she's just a Hamon master. That I, I mean, she definitely is. Right. The yeah. question, yeah, I wonder what her stand is. No, I think she's a Hamon user. I don't think she has a stand. You don't think her stand is like history makers? No, because I think <laughs> that's, that's a good one. But, but I think I see her as more of like a technique focused person. Yeah. You know, so like spin or Hamon, yeah. something like that. Oh my god. Yeah, she would be really good at the spin. Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. I'm Darius Kazani. And I'm Courtney Stanton. We don't have much to say about this episode, so yeah, this will probably all just be us mumbling. I'm kidding. We have good things to we say. We do. We actually have a lot to say. Yeah. Um, so thank you for joining us. Caesar Zapelli is dead. <laughs> yep. Yep. Caesar is done being alive. Um, a live Caesar is no more. I just want you all to get He's used to it because it's Caesar. never changing. It's true. Caesar never comes back. Uh, Though you can experience alternate universes in which he comes back um, on the internet. Some websites, fixed. some websites called Tumblr. Also in Steel Ball Run. Time to Steel Ball Run has to be longer than that. You right, can't, I'm sorry. We can't Steel Ball Run the first two sentences. <laughs> yeah. Of the, okay, fine. Yeah, it's time like to time create. to create. Yeah, yeah yep. you can't. It has to be longer. I'm sorry. Right. Those are the rules that I made up just now. <laughs> we start this episode with JoJo and Lisa Lisa walking down the hallway because they have finally managed to pick themselves up and keep going. And they run into... Well, Joseph first does one of his oh, signature yeah. moves of grabbing something and saying, ew, 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 ew. <laughs> And in this case, it's a a doorknob that is actually a hand. But it turns out it's not a doorknob. It's a villain. And the villain's name is Wired Beck. Or as he appears in my notes, Wired Beck, problematic gay. Yeah, in my notes, it says, oh, right, a gay caricature. I I have a lot of discourse about Wired Beck. (laughs) I I have fairly little because my discourse is just if you've watched One Punch Man, I feel like this is who Puri Puri Prisoner is riffing off of and caricatures like this. Obviously, like Japanese cues for like this is a gay caricature, gay stereotype are going to be different from American ones. So like the reason why we are making that assumption is because it's based on other media where we know for sure. Like, for example, Prairie Prairie Prisoner. And also the signaling of things like he was says he was sent to prison and he and he strangled his his lover. They right. use lover, not girlfriend or something like that. Yeah. But I think it's really interesting that there is this gay stereotype right here because it's right after the gayest shit of all time, <laughs> um, yeah. which is to say Caesar dying and Joseph's reaction to Caesar dying, um, Caesar leaving Joseph this ring. This scene is capped on either side with that part. And then after this scene is the part where Joseph talks about the ring as being a symbol of his promise to Caesar, puts on the ring, etc. There's It's extremely gay. But... I gay think, sandwich. And right. not and not just like gay, but like romantic. Yeah. Right. It's not homo like, romantic. Yeah, not homo erotic. Right. But like yeah. like they're gay. It is men in and love. It makes, yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's queer. And I'm not saying that Araki did this intentionally. I have no idea what Araki's awareness of his own sexuality or the sexuality depicted in his works was at the time that he did this but it feels to me kind of like a backlash against how gay that stuff was to put this kind of like homophobic thing in here right now to be like 
you may have thought that was gay, but it's not. This is what gay looks like. And, and he's a total one-off. He's like yeah. he's not a major character. He's he's a throwaway kind of like Donovan or like yep. uh, the the random farmer guy from Phantom Blood. Yeah. yeah. Narratively, one thing he does do is show us how badass Lisa Lisa yes, is, which is awesome. Um, this fight. My other note on this is this is super fist of the North Star. Like you have this very over the top villain, the hero defeats the villain before the villain even knows they've been defeated. Right. Like, the hero's in control the whole time and like not even in particular, you know, distress. Yeah, like Lisa Lisa uses her scarf in some sort of move that we don't understand. Joseph doesn't understand. Yeah. She just does a a cool looking thing and then the action effects stuff ends and then Wired Beck thinks the fight is like just starting, and Lisa Lisa literally just adjusts her scarf and keeps walking. I mean, we'll see something like this at the end of Stardust Crusaders. Yep, the thing where you just don't even comprehend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the move, yeah. and it's yeah, just true. like, and it's like, oh, I'm dead before yeah. I know it. Yeah, yeah, and and Joseph knows that Wired Beck is dead. He's like, oh no, you're done. Yeah, yeah. He's just calmly walking by him, and Wired Beck's like, don't, don't ignore me and joseph just turns back and he's like buddy you're dead yeah you, you know like, you you're got just, a dose you're of so dead. you're dead and then and he is and then he and just Mark, explodes and yeah dies. and yeah. that's it and and joseph oh and there's a great sorry there's like four frames of like his eyeball like extrude like it's just it's real it's, gross it's very it's, phantom blood to me this whole yes. scene it's like because well, like, all a, the throwaway zombies yeah, yeah. he's yeah. a vampire well because phantom blood was even more like was very very fist of the north yeah. star to me anyway it yeah, felt like yeah. oh, it was yeah. like it Definitely. was super influenced i mean by it. I, were they coming out at the exact same time or fist of the north star ran 83 to 88 and Got phantom it. blood was 87 right. so uh so yeah it was like temporary wrapping, but it was yeah. wrapping up when phantom blood was ramping yeah. up it's it's like a uh something like a palate cleanser from how like personal and intense yes episode 20 was um in addition to how earnestly gay romantic it was yeah um so it's kind of just like hey we're back in this wacky anime world yeah but yeah i think it is definitely like uh, a choice worth noting that they went for escaped prisoner lover murderer for the palate cleanse yeah Yeah. but yeah so they eventually run into one set of footsteps where's the sign that that was then that cars carried you yeah um yeah so then wamu and cars are both in the shitty hotel they also discovered that there's a hundred vampires hanging out on the ceiling oh what a feeling (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, they're 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 hanging like like bats. Yeah, from extremely the Dio-ish. Yeah, tactic. yeah, this whole episode is very like yeah. retro. I mean, maybe Rocky was just like crying the whole time, and he was like, "I can't even write right now. <laughs> I need to like bring out like a random scene from Phantom Blood that like I left on the cutting room yeah. floor. Well, like I cut this part, but now is the time to deploy it. Yeah, well, I'm and I'm going to do the thing deadline. that I that I've been doing every episode. But are the, you going to bring up Steel Ball? Run? No, I'm going to talk about the director's comment. Oh yeah, go thing, ahead. Which is even the director when asked about this episode was like. Uh yeah, this is actually the only episode where the A part and B part are completely unconnected. Uh and the A part is let's show off how cool Lisa Lisa is and the B part is let's set up this battle uh for the next episode. Right. Yeah, he said they had separate storyboards. They had separate storyboards, yeah. And it shows. I mean, like it really like there's it's the there's defi- the encounter. It feels with, like a connector episode. Yeah, there's the encounter with Wired Beck and then they there's meet all up, this and then bullshit. there's all this and yeah. then and then the episode's done. I feel like it's it's like not as much manga as most episodes are either. Oh, it's, it's covering less manga yeah. ground. Yeah, though an even though there's even something in the manga that's cut, it's like a completely random 
like on his way out, Joseph like gets in a fight with a random ass Dog. zombie and like oh. kills him. Yeah, yeah, for no reason. Like it's just totally pointless. Well, and they it's not interesting. They say that they're like they're just trying to get to the chariot race. We all are just trying to get to the chariot race. Twenty seventeen, <laughs> just trying to get to the chariot race. I just want, I just want to be killed by a vampire horse, please. <laughs> but I, I do like that it starts out as a threat to Lisa, Lisa, and Joseph. Right. But through some clever negotiating, it, they actually get to a point where they manage to sit down and have like a civil conversation yeah. with the pillar men about like. You know what's going on in our lives, yeah. and like, and you're like, okay, and we'll do this and that. Well, and, yeah, you and, know. and I think part of that is because of cars, like it's cars and Lisa, Lisa is right. How they well, yeah, it. because mom and dad. Yeah, because Joseph is trying to pull his dumb shit because he's still trying. My to- God, it is mom and dad though. God yeah. damn yeah. it! When he, I, I keep missing yeah. all the parent yeah. things because all the other because like the first time I watched it, I didn't know that ACDC and Cars were like Wham's dads. Yeah. Uh, um, well, but, yeah, and Joseph does the thing with the where he tries to do the the string trick yeah. again, and it's it's like hilarious slapstick. I just realized that Santana is literally the redheaded stepchild. Oh yeah, you're right. And <laughs> Wamu is like, look, we we had a deal that we were gonna fight each other back in Rome, so please can we fight each other like we were gonna do? And Cars is like, no. And Wamu's <laughs> like, and Wamu's like, yes, Dad. Yeah, Cars is like, <laughs> yes, sir. We have, yes, Dad, Sama. We have the we we have a redstone. We have a plot device that we need. We to have get. MacGuffin. We have the goal. It needs getting. And yeah. so Lisa, Lisa is like, oh right, that goal. Well, I was gonna blow that goal up because I'm not stupid and I didn't walk in here with it. And I love Joseph's reaction shot yeah. where he just does that great. Like, there's this trope in anime where characters will just hold a smile, and Joseph has that while he's thinking like. I didn't know about any of this. I'll just play along. <laughs> it's great. Just, like, it's really good. <laughs> so Lisa Lisa tells Cars and Wham that she has a time bomb set on the redstone. Right, so someone has to go back and defuse it because yeah. otherwise. If, yeah. If they hold her for too long, like it'll get destroyed. And she's like, well, it's, and she, I love how she like adds more detail to make it more plausible. Yeah. She's and she's like, totally it's bluffing. Not a, we find out later. Yeah, it's yeah. not a strong enough explosion to like destroy anything real, but it's definitely enough to damage the stone. Right, it'll, like, it'll course, crack yeah. the lens of the stone. She's yeah. like, it's mo- it'll be a modest explosion. <laughs> so I, I e like, it's not like the whole city's going to blow up. Like, so I'm it sounds a, realistic. I'm not a drama queen. Right, it yeah. sounds like something she might do. Like, oh, she might have like a little small... Yeah, just like a little like gunpowder explosive or something. Yeah. yeah. And Joseph's thinking like, she's a better gambler than I could ever hope to be. And I'm just so like, true. very true. Yep. Gambling and bluffing, long-term theme yep. in in this series. It's so very true. Yeah. And then there's a few different shots in this episode that I feel like weirdly unique to this episode that where it's like the camera is straight on. Uh, which feels weird for this show. And we get this really great dead-on look at Joseph attempting a snarl. <laughs> like, he's tough, which is so not in character for him. Poor Joseph. Um, and then the other, like, straight-on face uh, in that scene is Cars talking. And then my note is Pillar Men are, like, 80% chest. I think that's a low estimate. Yeah. Maybe 90, They're like 95. giant, giant titties. It's like, I'm like, it's seriously it's like so his wide. head is just the top center. It's like the top of, of a mountain. Screen. Yeah, and Wait, like, he has a head? I yeah. was like, like I, just looking at yeah, it, I was like, like right trying to find the center of his chest for like the demarcation of his pectoral they're muscles. Like, they're like the, um, the robot that Krang walks around in in Ninja Turtles, like just this giant It's out of control. Wall. It's like... they're, yeah, they have definitely, their muscles, no, they no longer control their muscles. Their muscles control them. 
They're enormous. And they only get bigger in this episode. It really is. Like, it's so, it's like, you know, it's bad when they cut to the reaction shot of Joseph and Lisa Lisa, and Joseph looks like a slender youth. So, yeah, so Lisa Lisa convinces them that they should battle each other. So, Joseph. Like, fair fight. Yeah. Not a hundred random zombies against them. But yeah, so Wamu and Joseph are going to fight. And then Lisa Lisa and Cars are going to fight. And, and it's going to be fair, and there's going to be honor involved for everyone. Right. And somehow- And vampire horses. So Cars wants to keep Lisa Lisa there as collateral while Joseph goes and gets the stone from Lisa Lisa's stuff. Yep. And now we have some plot. Yeah. Some so- plot. First of all, he passes by Caesar's grave on the way out. Yes. And, Which- and he just does a little double take for like half a second with this pained look on his and face, like, and then just deal moves with it. on. And oh, he- yeah. And then he has a moment of revelation. Well, and he goes and collects Messina's body, which it's like, is I he guess alive? he's alive. Is he yeah, dead? It's, I mean, he's not explicitly dead, so it was presumably he's alive. I hope he becomes a cyborg. He lives a to- better cyborg. A better cyborg. He lives to plot another day. Yeah, I want him to. Tibetan medicine is the world's greatest. (laughs) (laughs) I want him. I want like him versus Stroheim, and I want him to beat Stroheim and prove that like his technology is better. But just as Stroheim is about to die, Stroheim realizes that he's a robot who's been forced, force fed Nazi. Ideology. Yeah, it's like a Philip Dick. It's like totally yeah. a Phil Dick story. Yeah. Like just yeah, like sure. not old, it's like Blade Runner crossed with the Man in the High Castle. Like I'm a robot who thinks he's a Nazi. Yeah, it's really sad. And then Stroheim dies in Messina's arm. Yes, sure. <laughs> in his one arm because he doesn't get a second arm, even though he's a cyborg. If now. only yeah. he wants to keep it off as a reminder that he's in a JoJo. Um, but before all <laughs> <Sorry>. that happens. <laughs> He talks about how there's a new feeling welling up inside of yeah, him. He's like sit- he's standing out in the snow. He and he's basically just like, like bursts into song. He opens his palm and a snowflake lands in it, and he and he grips the snowflake and anime like, hand, anime clench. hand, and like and like clenches his fist around the snowflake. Maybe that snowflake was part of Caesar's soul. Yeah, well, Caesar is a special snowflake. There's never going to be another one like him. How? <laughs> How? Anyway, Joseph goes back to the hotel that is not a creepy abandoned hotel, but right. it's the a normal hotel. A normal hotel that they were staying at. He goes to Lisa Lisa's room and discovers that the Redstone Abasha is fine, is not strapped to a bomb, and that Lisa Lisa is just really good at bluffing. And he also is going through her suitcase uh, disrespectfully because Joseph's not good at boundaries. Yeah, for for illicit reasons. And discovers that, well, we discover Joseph is very bad at environmental storytelling because he finds a picture of Arena back when she was young and Speedwagon when he was young and Strazo. Well, Strazo always looks young, but um, and Strazo is holding a baby and it's that baby that Arena rescued. And there's a date on it even. Yeah, yeah so it's from right 1889 after. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and so it's the baby that Arena, we know because we've seen the anime, it's the baby that Arena rescued. From, from the ship, the when ship, Dio, you know, did his thing, did his Dio things. Um, so it, the ship. And... So yeah, if you'll recall, Arena rescued a little baby. Smokey knows that the baby that Arena saved and her biological son ended up being like getting married and giving birth to Joseph. Right. Smokey told us that in... way early on, like episode one or two. Yeah, when he was like Joseph Joestar. Here's, Here's what, what I know about that. Right. Yeah. So so you know. 
So here's Lisa Lisa. She's carrying around sentimental pictures of a mis- of a mystery baby who is also Joseph's mom and who and who looks pretty badass. And Joseph's like, huh, this is weird. Why um, does she have a picture of my granny? Hmm. And so then he, you know, he goes back uh, and meets up with Wamu and Cars and Lisa Lisa. And he's like, here. And she's like, oh, so you've seen the picture. So now I have to explain this to you. I was going to tell you this anyway. I'm that baby. Right. Uh, and like Strazo was my foster dad. And he taught me the way the way of Hamon. And I have real complicated feelings about you killing him. Yeah, yeah. He's like it's a real shame. I really like he that went, part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a real shame he went mad from yeah. from fear like fear age. of old age. And Joseph's like, huh? That's weird that our families. No, are- for, for first he's like, wait. So you're the baby in that picture. So that means, and and you think that he's gonna say that means you're my mother, but instead he says. You're 50? And then yeah. goes on this long thing. Like, yeah. that means you're old. Do I see a wrinkle? And yeah. Like, but you look like you're in your late 20s. And also, I just like that, like, when we see Lisa Lisa, at least the first time we see her fight, when she has the mask on, when they when they meet up with her, um, she fights like Strazo. Like, they have, they have... Well, she's very lithe. Yeah, like well, him. and she does a lot of jumping, yeah. like, sort of jump kick type moves. Like, she fights like him. But yeah, so that Joseph hasn't figured it out yet, because Joseph... Is, is Joseph. It's Joseph. But well, yeah, that's I think I suspect that he may have it like in the back of his mind and he's just kind of being willfully ignorant because he doesn't want to deal with this big piece of information right now. Also, he's been creepily checking out his mom. Yeah. He well, right. And yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> so, and like that he's just like, ah so his brain is kind of like steering away from right. this truth. It's like Luke kissing his sister. Yeah. yeah. So when they meet up with Cars and Wamu, Wamu has changed clothes into oh, yeah. this is important. An incredible crop top. Right. Well, and and Cars refers to it as as the ancient garb or what have you. He's it means you know, that Wamu is serious. Yeah, it means yeah. that he's he's in out the, for blood. In and the is, uh, in the manga, he uh, Cars says that he has dressed to match the theme. He's dressed to impress. He's dressed to match the to match theme. the theme. Yeah, because it's a Roman it's a Roman death match. So and, of course he'll yeah. dress like a Roman. This th- when in Roman death match dresses the Romans dress. This crop top it has two long triangular spikes spikes coming out of it and they go like under his skin it's very involved. yeah they're, they're coming out of yeah they're it's like um like if you put like a needle in fabric and like there's fab like and both points are coming out of the fabric except yeah. it's knives it's yeah, thread- yeah it's, th- it's a knife threaded yeah. through his chest muscles yeah basically. and it says yeah in here Wamu, he's put on an ancient outfit to match the theme. To match the theme, that's amazing. Looks like he's serious. He's certainly not (laughs) playing around. He's cosplaying. Yeah, he's cosplaying himself. What's happened is they're like, oh, we're going to meet at this ancient ring. The ancient ring turns out to be a chariot racing like Colosseum. So they've taken these massive draft horses and turned them into vampires. They put stone masks on them. So now we know what happens when you put a stone mask on a horse. They turn them into something that Joseph Joestar looks at and says, are those dinosaurs? (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, no, no, Joseph, they're actually more ridiculous than dinosaurs. No, they're vampire horses. And then they're vampire chariot horses. Okay. Okay. Vampire Vampire chariot horses. horses. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um, I would have watched War Horse if it were about a vampire war horse. I, I would watch a watch lot of and, Yeah, <laughs> There's not a lot I wouldn't watch if it was about a vampire war horse yeah. chariot race. I mean, that could be the B plot or even the C plot, yeah, yeah. and I would sit through it. I mean, I'm I'm really excited about this because it is definitely a return to JoJo form. I was like watching this and thinking how it's been a while. Like, I love the, the down-to-earth personal stuff, but it has been a while since we got some like fucking JoJo-ass JoJo. 
yeah. in yeah, this, this and like this is, is and this like is some stupid shit. Yeah, like the it's vampire. Not stupid. It's awesome. It, I mean, it is right. stupid it's awesome. Both of those things, and yes, it's a you're, yes you're, and you're all it's right. true. <laughs> and here we have a chariot race that's happening under a full moon against these ancient Aztec uh, gay vampires who are specially dressed up for the occasion in front of hundreds of zombie Roman gladiators or whatever on vampire horses, chariots on chariots drawn yeah. by vampire horses. Yes. I'm really excited for us to learn the rules next episode so we can like even the rules are good. The rules are great. But Um, like this is this is just like so far this is like peak Jojo. Yeah. For this. For for where we are. We've come so far from dude with a head full of snakes. And I I, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I wouldn't I wouldn't be I mean I wouldn't be surprised because this is a Rocky. I'm sure he was like watching Ben Hur and was just like, I need a chariot race in. Yeah, sure. In this. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Know, yeah. Like, he was like, that looks wild. Yeah, chariot I mean, racing he, look awesome. I mean he loves movies. That's yeah, yeah. So what he does with all of his time. So to get ready for this, because I like that JoJo was like, this seems unfair. <laughs> <laughs> you created and control these vampire horses. Yeah. And they're like And chose the location and the time and the technique of this yeah. match. And they're and they're like, no, no, no. You can control them with Hamon. And so Lisa Lisa walks up and grabs the bridle and she's like, it's true, you can. Lisa Lisa, <laughs> vampire horse whisperer. Yes. Amazing. So, uh, and like just for posterity, I want to make sure everyone knows that that means she's a whisperer for vampire horses and right. not she's a horse whisperer who, who is, is a vampire. vampire. So to get ready for this, for once, a Jojo takes off clothing instead of just getting so mad the clothing just- Pops it, off. Yeah. Pops off their body. The animation sequence of Joseph- stripping off his outer yes. layers to get ready for this it's completely ridiculous i mean it's like it's it's some weird not quite human like aeon flux style like the rib cage moves a little to like it's but it's also like so over animated yeah, like it's a lot and then he he says fight with me caesar and he puts caesar's headband a headband on, on. Right. and he puts wamu's lip ring on his pinky yeah but when when Joseph put Caesar's bandana on, that's when I realized that I have been staring at Joseph putting Caesar's bandana on every episode. Yeah, for 11 episodes yeah. now. In the opening credits. Because... Right at the very end of the opening credits, he, he screams and puts on the bandana, and you don't really pick up on it. But now you look at that yeah. and you go, oh, shit. So you see he Joseph He is screaming and... in grief. Yeah, he's well, fighting alongside. you see alongside. Joseph and Caesar, like, like they go in a together. circle, yeah, together. And then Caesar, like... Goes out of off frame. to one. He closes his eyes, goes off to one side, and then Joseph is by himself and screams, and then puts the bandana on. And you have no idea that the, that what you're watching is oh Caesar dies, and then Joseph like inherits his hammock. Bandana, yeah, yeah. It's really sad. So yeah, good luck, good luck watching next episode yeah. and, and not being fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, and we can you know we can say now like if you go back and look at the rest of the opening credits, you can freeze frame that and find like references to every yep. single thing that has happened in this arc so far. Yep. Yep. It's uh, really awesome. It's really well done. I mean, the Phantom Blood opening is kind of like that too, but because there's no like shocking death in it, it's just not it's just not the same. And the Phantom like Phantom Blood is not as well organized. Like yeah. it doesn't yeah. do the whole yeah, deal where it's like this is like it's it's better. But yeah, that's a, I remember like that happening and then like we went to the next episode and I was like, "Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> what have I been watching this whole time?" <laughs> yeah. So, there you it's go. It's really good. So yeah, we're about to 
get to the chariot race. And yep. this is really this is really the final stretch of yep. I mean fight, there's like there's fight, like five fight, there's, fight, fight. there's five whole episodes left, but from here on out it's like, okay, we're fighting the pillar men and yep. it's essentially one prolonged fight, fight, fight until fight, fight, fight. Yeah. there it's good fights. Good fights. It's it very and good it, fights. And it just it just escalates and escalates and escalates and escalates and escalates. And then it's and then it's bad. I don't like the ending. <laughs> <laughs> I like the ending. Every every JoJo arc has to end. Yeah. And so does this podcast. I know, yeah. right? Thank you for listening to us. Thank Good night. you. <laughs> JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Bora Ora, Oregon at Stream PDX Mobile Podcast Studio. Thank you to the folks at Stream PDX and Open Signal. Our music is The Freakout Experiment by Tobias Weber. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at explainjojo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to iTunes and leave us the kind of review that 100 vampires would leave for cars. 